You are now tuning in to Blacklight, the collegiate discussion on the black student diaspora. What's up, guys? Welcome to Blacklight, the collegiate discussion on the Black City Diaspora. I'm your host, Leon Humphrey Jr., and we have another episode. And I'm very blessed to say that this episode is going to be a good episode, man. Good gracious. Uh, this episode is Battle of the Sexes, interaction between each other and our community. So our special guest, uh, guest for today, guest plural, is <laughs> Olivia Webb and Alex Giotto. How are you all doing today? Good, Leon. How are you? I'm doing good, Leon. Why are you shy? Yep. <laughs> and the great thing is we have we have both of them because they are a couple. And, you know, they have already been on our, uh, our on our episodes before, and these are great people. And so we're going to talk to them especially about relations between black men and black women on ETSU campus. And what better to t- talk about that than couples themselves man look at black love y'all look good together look at y'all look at y'all so the first thing we're going to talk about so do black men and black women appreciate each other do we treat each other well like what's going on with a situation between black men and black women and that sigh live i heard that sigh Um, alex looking like ladies first (laughs) ladies first um i don't think black men and women appreciate each other um Mm -hmm. yeah i just don't think it's and why is that? I don't know. I'm not sure. I just feel like there's a disconnect between um, the two. And you'd think that on a such a small campus and just in general, um, we'd be more unified. But I, I don't see it um, as much as I feel like I should. Um, but, yeah. Okay, Alex, what do you think? Um, well, I do not think uh, black men and women appreciate each other. I feel like... Like Olivia said, there is a disconnect. I think it's um, it goes into like a argument of like nature versus nurture, um, the environment that we like live in and thrive in today versus how we were actually like brought up as children. Uh, we were talking about earlier about how men are like men are brought up in a certain way to be providers, to be um, protectors, and that those are these are values that you find that you find I guess pleasing in a, in a husband or in a man or in a, especially a black man and we aren't really taught how to be compassionate we aren't really taught how to be uh uh empathizing and you know um things like that but then when women with um like in a in a female case they're brought up to be caretakers to be um lovers to be um people um like basically hearted um, wholehearted people so when you have these two different like types of these two different backgrounds it's um sometimes can be difficult to bring it together and and one like and make one cohesive unit because a lot of people don't realize that when you when you get yourself into a relationship you it's no longer about yourself it's about how do i increase in the things that i need to increase and decrease and what i do not need what what i no longer need to help this relationship and how do I basically come together and compromise with my partner and um, be and be successful in our relationship? All right. So you brought up like the relationships and everything, and I see that when it comes to it, 
we do not support each other. And I, I agree. I feel like as though we do not support each other, especially in regards to not only relationships, but friendships, um, just commodities. Are we, are we, I, and me personally, I believe, I think it's our black men not appreciating black women. Um, and I have on here, it says, uh, you know, are we unified and what deters us from being unified? Especially, I feel like a lot of us, we can, when it comes to people in general, mm-hmm. we do things because of specific stimulus, stimuli. Um, when it comes to relationships, this guy treats girls bad because he was treated bad by a girl. Vice versa. Right. And um, I don't know who was the one who started first. He said, she said, but a lot of he said, she said stuff like develops issues when it comes to black men and black women. The first thing is, um, how are we treating black women? Jalen in my, my brother's keeper episode had brought up how some rappers over-sexualize black women or women in general. Does that play a big part? Cause I believe it does play a big part in our community today and especially uh, on this campus. Um, I definitely feel like in a in a more general sense, black women are objectified heavily, um, mainly by black men. Again, like he said in the in Jalen's um, podcast, over sexualization and there's I feel like black men almost have the list. Oh, she's cook, clean, um, be kind of like a second. Mother. So we have this we have this image of the black woman that we want to see. Right, and she's sexy. She cooks. She cleans. She does everything. She's educated. She's pretty. Um, she has like all of these factors, um, but in return, it's never like equal. Like what she's supposed to provide to him and what he provides to her, I feel like don't always equate all the time. So we have all these rules or these qualifications. Checklists. Mm-hmm. Also, like I think guys, um, black men, have to understand that. I'm just saying, like. We want a bad bitch, right? We mm-hmm. want a bad bitch. But then we also want someone who's conservative and someone who stays at home and someone who does, like, does at home, like, mom-type type like things, right? Mm-hmm. But you What's typical of a woman. Exactly. You want, you want people, who, you want someone to be a respectable woman, but then, on the other hand, you want them to be a bad, you know what I'm saying, a baddie or whatever. So how, you can't really have those, those two. Those two don't really, like, they are not, they are not cohesive Whatsoever. We have unrealistic qualifications. Exactly. For so I can't. I can't be. I can't set the standard of a woman, especially of, of a black woman, because this is this is what they want to own up to. This is what they want to like. This is what they yearn for. So when you set the standard, say, okay, hey, I'm looking for a black a black girl with a big butt and big breasts, and you know all this stuff, and then but also when we get together. I want her to cook for me, and I want her to like, do my laundry and stuff like that. Well, you, you confuse, like, you literally confuse them and say, okay, now what, what really do you want? You want everything, but then you're not everything yourself, mm. you know? That's how I feel about it. So you can't really ask for one and not expect the other to come with it. You can't just ask for a baddie, and then, when you, and then later in the relationship when you realize baddies aren't going to pay the bills and baddies aren't going to take care of the home, then you're like, then you're confused and you don't know what to do. That's because your your heart and like your eyes were searching for the wrong thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. So do you feel as though like so men are the key issues within us being unified? 
I think I think males set the I standard. Think, I think men definitely um, have a stronger impact in this than women do. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of women will just, you know, keep that same energy. So it's like whatever you're, however you're acting or treating me, um, why would I treat you? Not, I don't want to say why would I treat you better than what you're treating me, but it's like, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, if I'm all these impossible things, you know, you know, it's such a fine line of what you want me to be, what are you getting in return, or what are you giving me in return, and I feel like when that's not balanced or it doesn't, it's just not balanced, I feel like um, black women, I think that's where a lot of the disconnect comes from, it's like, all right, well, we just won't, you know, be together on this, to this extent. Um, I know a lot of, obviously, black men and black women, you know, friends, um, very cordial, you know, close to an extent, but I don't think we appreciate each other the way we should um, in a way I see other races do where it's more of like, it's like a ride or die for each other. Um, and I feel like that just having that unity would be so, it would just be amazing and help us in ways that we don't think, that we don't even realize. Mm. Uh, when it comes to it, I see that there's numerous issues that we have between black men and black women um, that we could face. Um, Blackish, the episode, y'all remember Blackish? Uh, I love that show. What's the TV? Uh, starring. Gronish? Yep. Sorry. Is it Gronish or Blackish? It's Gronish, okay, yes, yeah, yeah. which is the sequel of Blackish. Yep. Because uh, it, it stars, what's her name? Yara Rashidi? Mm-hmm. That's her pronouncer name. I think That's, it's how you say her last name, but yeah, I know about. So, in the show Gronish, they had brought up a discussion about the issue of colorism. Mm, and mm-hmm. this is this is where, me personally, where I believe sometimes our black men, we do not mm-hmm. cherish our black women. Because um, black people come in different colors, yep. different shapes, different sizes, the whole shebang. But when it comes to the issue of colorism, it's the favoring of lighter skinned um, individuals than darker skinned individuals. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we do have an issue with that because we have this fascination of, you know, oh, my gosh, this light-skinned girl, she bad. You know, I want to deal with Latinas or I want to, like, mixed girls. Right. Foreign, yeah, yeah. Everything is, no, I definitely Especially, like, in hip-hop when they talk about, yeah, I was riding with a foreign. Yeah. Like. It's just colorism is so real and um being a darker complected black woman um i've definitely experienced that i have two my two siblings are my sisters are both lighter than me and so i've gotten to experience that in a way that they haven't because they don't see it i have i have a lot of friends that are either biracial um or just light skin and they don't under they don't get it's like almost a disconnect when somebody says oh like you're pretty for like you know being brown skin or whatever Mm. um like they don't get how that's so offending and how the darker your skin is um, makes you, like, to some people, can make you feel less attractive, mm-hmm. especially when black men um, are frequently going around saying, oh, I want, like, a light skin, curly hair, light brown eyes, hazel eyes, like, you know, like, all these different things that are not what you are. So I feel like colorism is definitely something um, that isn't addressed a lot. And at the end of the day, I feel like everybody has a preference. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has preferences as to what they like for dating, but the difference is you can have a preference for something and like nothing's wrong with only liking light-skinned girls or, you know, whatever you like. The difference is you don't have to bash 
the opposite in the process. You know what I'm saying? You can mm-hmm. say, oh, I like light-skinned girls without saying, oh, I don't want no dark-skinned, uh, like, nappy-headed girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. a, like you don't have to bash the other while uplifting the other. You can just uplift one and say nothing about the other. But, uh, yeah. See, I disagree to a certain extent because I believe why should why are you disliking it? Like, why are you having preference, especially when it comes to black women? Um, now, you can have a preference on the way a like a person acts, mm-hmm. but having a preference when it comes to, like I'll say, you know, I prefer a light-skinned girl, except for a dark-skinned girl, like, fam. Like, there's a good chance that your mom might be dark-skinned. Oh, yeah, that's like, usually the case. And, like, um, and that really, like, it really tees me off. It, mm-hmm. it puts me over the edge. Because when it comes to black women, there's mm-hmm. not, like I said, black people come in different colors. Right. Especially shades of black. Right. So why are you donning a certain shade of black women? When we say, like, oh, I love black women, mm-hmm. do you really love black women or are you just loving? Like a certain type of black woman. Certain type of black woman. I agree with that. But I definitely feel like it's because it's the media's portrayal yeah, of what beauty is. Um, <laughs> Eurocentric beauty standards. It's just oh, what it is. You brought up a great Eurocentric beauty yeah, standard. It's yes. just when you think of beauty in America, you know, you think of like tall but not too tall, white girl, blonde hair, not even blonde. Just you know what I'm saying? Like you it's it's yeah, not the features. Slender, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not the features that our people are born with. You know what I'm saying? Like wide nose, um, large lips, um, just body shape difference, hair texture, everything is the mm-hmm. opposite of what we are so when that's the only thing you've constantly been seeing growing up and that's what you see like you associate this with beauty and this with beauty and then something that's a little bit darker than that but not necessarily like dark skin you're just going to associate the clo- the next best thing and so i feel like that's where a lot of that comes from because again like me finding uh like black barbie dolls growing up they were all still very like complected with like like just the light complected, would still would have straight hair. Just you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. it's what we used wasn't to realistic. No, it was very unrealistic. Exact same feature. Like it just wasn't what I looked like, and so I feel like that definitely portrays. Um, like I just feel like that's what affects how a lot of black men what view what beauty is. The same way black women view what beauty is. Like it's the same standard. What about you, Alex? What is your point of view on this whole situation especially when it comes to black men appreciating um black women and also the the image that i guess black men want to see with black women okay so i do agree with you guys um in in the sense that okay colorism is actually a thing and black um social media and just media in general affects how black people um, black men view or set the bar for um black women but also just how um, these things affect how black um, men appre- uh, appreciate black women. How do black women appreciate themselves? Is is um, it's also mm. a question that mm. should be tackled. Like, are you when you see the standard, are you setting a standard within yourself, or are you trying to are you trying to uphold yourself to a standard that really does not exist? So um, I mean that that's also a question. Like. I'm not gonna take it away from um, from black men. Like this is al- this is also like a discrepancy, and it shouldn't be like it shouldn't be that way. But also, as a black woman, there there comes a point to where you like a black man should not be your first priority. Uh, your 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 black womanhood should be your first priority. So before you search for a man, you should also you should search for yourself. At the in, in my in my opinion, 
Um, so yeah, that's that's what I think about that. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> one could also say that uh, maybe the effect of interracial relationships could um, would be a factor in why uh, black men and black women don't support each other. Do y'all believe that that's a, a problem? Well, yeah, y'all, y'all can be honest. I I don't I don't because. I've dated I've dated outside of my race before. So like there's a there's a point where <laughs> Woo! Woo! A, for okay. our listeners out there for our listeners out there, like I said, Alex and Olivia are dating and you know, he bring it up at past so <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay, alright. So race isn't the only thing that should be considered when you're looking for a partner. Yes. First of all, so you, mm-hmm. you should. I mean, personality, character, mm-hmm. <clears throat> values, morals. These are all things that should be considered. So, when you find these things in like outside of your race, it's not always a bad thing. Like finding all these characteristics outside of what you've like what you previously planned isn't always the end of the world. Race is just like, I guess, the icing on the cake. Because if you have the race, but then everything else is non-existent, then it defeats the purpose of, like, using black love and all that stuff. Because if you, if black love is, is a thing, but if you're in love but not successful, then you're, like, irrelevant. So if you have, a like, a toxic relationship because you have the black love, but it's not really love because the, the one, one or the other pers- um, people lack character, lack resolve, like, this is just... It's just a huge discrepancy in the relationship. I don't totally agree with interracial relationships, but I do not disagree with them. Okay. Liv, what, what is your take on that? Does interracial relationships affect the way black men and black women treat each other? Um, I think it does. I don't think there's a problem with interracial dating. Um, I have never dated outside of my race. Um, I will say so. I can only talk to my experience but I have several friends who've dated outside of their mm-hmm. race. Um, and as black women, I have heard that they have gotten things like, oh, like she's a sellout. Why, you know what I'm saying? Why couldn't she get a black man? You you hear this with celebrities all the time with mm-hmm. um, Serena Williams. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh, like why, why'd she date a white man when she could have like a strong brother by her, by, by her side? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it goes... Brothers ain't strong. Um, <laughs> I feel like there is... Um, some hypocrisy because when a black man dates a white woman or just anyone outside of his race it's oh like you know like that's who he like fell in love with like that's fine like that's just his preference Um, but I've heard in it with some of my experience with my friends and just um, things like that it's more of a it's not as acceptable Mm -hmm. Um, and so I do feel like this affects um, dating Mm -hmm. but I mean, obviously, it's not like the end of the world, right. and there's no—I don't think there's a problem with interracial dating. Um, See, I agree with how it does affect, um, but me being myself, so I'm also—I'm in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. I am dating a white girl. When it comes to it, I do feel as though that there are some parts where, like, oh, wait, you brought up Selena—not uh, Selena, sorry, Serena Williams—and Serena Williams, they did say that. Now they do 
say that about some like, like it's some certain, it's like certain yeah cases. certain people it's certain time, cases obviously. yeah like I've I met some black women that would say you know oh he's a sellout like why mm, would he mm-hmm. go for these white girls when black women support like, black yeah. men Ooh, throughout yeah, history yeah. and true. I agree now I feel like nationally mm, it, it's saying. more accept yeah nationally like culturally mm-hmm. for some reason it's more acceptable of a black guy with a white girl than a white guy and a black girl yes I don't know why. But that's that's actually I do know why. It's because of the just the toxic masculinity of our culture. That's really it. Yeah, that's but um, when it comes to it. <laughs> that's the but, best one. And all in all, like speaking from experience, um, I still remember having an argument. Um, there was one issue where um there was a, a black guy who said that the brother had said, you know, the only the only type of women I'm attracted to are white women. I'm not attracted to black girls at all. And I was like Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you serious? <laughs> and I, I still remember having this argument with um one of my dear friends. I remember she was like, and we I don't know what led to the argument, uh, but pretty much she was like, well, because you like this other guy, you know, only go for white girls. I'm like, or only like white women. And I said, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, my mama's black, yeah. so why would I? not like my black women when you came from one when i came from one right and that's the issue because it, that that's one issue I, I find with some of our brothers is because they will say like oh i want the lighter tone girl or like, i want i want her to look like a b c d e and the thing is like fam what's your mama look like boy you black as my shirt yeah and right now i'm wearing a black shirt and i'm and i'm dark skinned myself so why would I ask somebody else to be of lighter tone when I'm not lighter tone myself? Why would I ask somebody else to do or have something that I don't know how to do or don't have something either? You know, mm-hmm. that is one of the biggest issues within relationships in general is because we, like you said, Alex, we have these unrealistic goals set for each other. Like, why would that even, but like, it sucks because interracial relationships do play a part in that because of because of you have some of these brothers that are treating black women like this that's why some black women lash out at brothers who are not treating uh black women like that but are just luckily with a white girl at the time it's like you said like race race is just icing on the cake but Mm -hmm. like now i care a lot about my girlfriend when it comes to it you know color didn't come didn't come into it at all yeah she was sweet she was smart like and everything else you want to you want to find a significant other but the issue at hand is because i remember i get i get really protective i get really protective over my eyes <laughs> so my mama already liked my girlfriend so what makes you, what makes you think you have the audacity <laughs> to yeah. talk about me and mom's relationship right and so like um when it comes to it that's a whole issue and I, I just feel bad because, like, because we have this issues, because the way we have these portrayals of how we should see each other or how we should see other people, that causes a disconnect with the cohesion of the black community when we need to be together. Especially, like, and I agree, like, black women have been the backbone for black men since civil rights, since actually since, since the beginning. Yeah, since, like, the, be- since I the beginning. I completely agree with that. And so, like, why would I have the audacity to talk bad about a black woman? 
why would I why would I just downplay somebody with that significant it's because you in a society today black women are seen as the other group they're marginalized so much because they're a woman and they're black and so that's that's one of the biggest issues and how can we as youth, we as young people, especially on our campus today at East Tennessee State University, get over this hump to where we're supporting each other and building each other up. Can we? I think we can. Um, I think, I don't know, I just feel like the opportunities um, for the back, the black population to come together, I feel like we don't um, use those to our full advantage. Mm-hmm. We have... I mean, there's not much um, for us on this campus, but what we do have, I feel like people don't take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? You could you could go to an event, meet some, you know, a beautiful black woman, you know what I'm saying, meet a black man, and then the rest is history. But I feel like um, at this campus specifically, I feel like the involvement between with the black students is just not there. Um, every event you go to, there will be a select few black people there but not a lot. I just like we don't know each other. Um, on and how how are you supposed to build something with someone if you don't even know who they are? And I feel like that is a major thing. When I hear my parents talk about, they went to a PWI in Ohio. When they talk about their college um, experience and relationship, they said all the black people knew each other, all of them. They were active in every you know black student union meeting. Um, D9 organizations just because they knew that's all they had and they stuck together and I feel like but they had to be active to do that and I feel like at ETSU we don't have that you know again there's that select few that will do this and do that and do that and they'll do everything but for everybody else I just feel like um, we don't have that and I feel like that would help with a lot of things. What is your answer Alex? Okay so I think first like I'm I'm always for um, like individuality and I'm always for someone knowing themselves because a lot of times, and we don't realize it, but our preferences, like we were talking about earlier, they can be skewed by societal, by society's view of what's right and what's wrong. And if you look at history, society changes its view almost every day about what's right and what's wrong. So if you base your preferences and if you base your goals off of what society thinks is success and what society thinks is right or wrong, then you're wrong. Um, I... I think that's the first step to um, breaking the, I guess, the disconnect between um, between African American um, males and females on this campus, and also um, knowing knowing yourself, uh, knowing what you like, knowing where you are as an individual, and then also like reciprocating that within um, like within your community. I I, I think personally. I gear to give this episode towards students because especially students, um, we need as much support as we can get. Right. And the best way to get support, especially is, is supporting someone who's going through the same thing as you. Black students should support black students, especially uh, when it comes to situations like this. And especially black men, we need to do better. We need to treat our women better. Um, this is a uh, call. This is a pledge. And especially like... Uh, we just need to focus because, like, we are each other's stimulus. Right. Each other's stimuli. Um, I don't know which one's the correct term <laughs> to use. So hey, that's one why, of them's right. That's why I use both. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, half credit. Go for it. 
But um, you two, um, thank you for coming on this episode. Um, thank you. Uh, what led? What? Uh, this is kind of like a plus. What led you guys to each other? Like you know. Uh, that's a whole story. So, funny story. How, how'd you guys meet? Um, it's funny though because before I met Alex, I, spit I didn't know, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't approach him because I thought he only liked white girls. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was no, I was wow. gonna bring that up, but I, I thought he only liked white girls until my friend and his friend were in cahoots and like like put us onto each other. But like it, before, I didn't approach him. Um, because I thought he only liked white girls, which is actually really funny. All right, and real quick, that goes to, <laughs> like, real quick, real quick. That like that actually touches on another subject about okay, why is it like why is it why am I viewed as only liking white girls? You know what I'm saying? Like I have why? An answer to that. Woohoo! Because yes, because, go ahead. Because he dated a white girl. Dated before. a white girl. No, but like on campus at ETSU, so that's where I saw him. But just because like just because I dated a white girl, and that's the only that's what you, that is true. Like, so that's I, it was a you don't say that's it was all a, you have to look at me of. Like, okay. oh wait, stop, stop, stop. That's all you have to look at me, and then that's how I'm defined the guy who only dates a white girl because I'm that's only, what I thought, mm-hmm. honestly, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's a thing. Also, but, I mean, I could defend myself, but I mean, I ain't going to. But. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, you can, de- you can defend yourself, like, especially because I want your voice to be heard as well. I okay. want everybody's voice. Well, <laughs> at that time, Alex didn't come around to the MCC a lot, which is the Multicultural Center. And the Multicultural Center is usually the uh, part, usually the place where, like, all our, like a good number of our black students oh, congregate. Yes. Is where was, our community yes. kind of hangs. It was, yeah, it was a great area for fellowship and friends and meeting um, new people. And he never, he didn't come around a lot. So everything I had to gather from him or about him before I knew him was outside. was from outside information. And nobody knew a lot about him. Ever just see him walk around in his uniform all day? Um, that's literally all I knew about him. And um, so then when I did see him with people, um, I saw him with his girlfriend at the time. And so I was like, oh. And I'd ask around, and nobody would know much. Uh, I'm getting uncomfortable. Okay. No, but I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. So, yeah. it's just, I mean, I just made an assumption based off what I saw and what people told me also, but what people didn't know about you. So and That's a good point, um, especially, like, Black men and black women, we need to have these talks of communication. Yeah. Communicating with each other, especially mm-hmm. like, um, uh, now nah, you didn't have to go out. And I'm not telling you what you should do, what <laughs> you should not do. But she didn't um, have to. I know with me personally, like, if you have a question, come on and ask. Right. Like, right. You don't have to ask me out in public and everything. Just, yeah. just be like, hey, so, um, and especially when it comes to it, like with him, especially if, how can I say, if you were just really trying to get to know, I know some, I know some women, especially black women, that are definitely like, "What's your name? What is your major? Mm. Yeah. What kind of things you?" But, but Alex, look, because Alex, hey, it all, it all came, it all, it all worked out. It all worked it all out. Worked out. Yeah. What yeah. I'll say is also is like, okay, go off. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say is also is like, okay, all. I think communication needs to, like you said, um, improve within the yeah you know, within the black community because. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm black, right? I'm black, and although I do not hang around the like the community as much, that still does not change my race. Mm-hmm. So it still doesn't change the fact that I'm approachable, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm, t- and I'm like, I you can talk to me. We should be able to talk to each other. There was a um, there, like back in the day, my mom would always tell me like I would, she would walk down the street and she would greet people. If we made eye contact, they would like we, we greet each other. Right. But nowadays, I can walk by people. I can walk by 100 people, and I'll probably only say hey to two of them. 
because there's such a like disconnect within like within ourselves. Mm. So that's that's all I'll say about that because I'm not trying to. But like, continue, but continue with <laughs> continue with your story on how you all like finally get to, got together though. Um, you want me to tell it? No. <laughs> so he liked three pictures on Instagram. Of no, me, that's not even. He that's not DMs. even. Yes, it is. Whoa, that's not he even. Each other on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So she she fast forwarded a little bit. No. So we're in the MCC, right? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was an MC, we were in the MCC, and I'm gonna make this real quick because I know yeah, we're running out of time. Yeah, it can be a long story. Real quick. So I was walking in, I saw her, I was like, whoa. So then I put my I turned my phone off, right? I turned my phone off, and so I walked to the group where she was at, and I was like, hey, like, does anyone have a charger? You know, I was trying to spit game, tell you. So I was like, hey, Olivia, like, your name's Olivia. All right, you got a charger? She's like, no, nah, I didn't. So then I was like, dang, I still need a charger. So then, but then she, I think, did you find somebody with a charger? Yeah, somebody. Yeah, so she found somebody with a charger. So then I kind of, like, put myself in that conversation. So then I just sat there, and then we started talking about Harry Potter. And, we like, we literally just clicked, and we were, like, just having a conversation, like, within ourselves while everybody else were talking. So that's how we kind of, like, and then I was like, hey, you're taking stats. She was talking about stats, and I was talking about stats. And then I was like, hey, I could tutor you. And he never tutored me. He never tutored okay, me. Okay, I had the book for her, and she never came back to me. Communication, she never came back to me <laughs> about crazy. the book. But yeah, yeah, that's, we, that's basically how we met. Uh, yeah. Well, thank it's you been guys. Going up since then. Thank Happy you guys so months. much. Thank you, Leon. You said seven months? Seven yeah. months, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you both dearly. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Um, um, thanks to you guys. Uh, thanks to my producer, Matt Bugatti. Thanks for always holding it down, my man. Uh, shout out to my guests, Olivia and Alex. You guys are beautiful, oh, honestly. And um, thank you, Shara Lange. Thank you, Tammy Hayes. Shout out to Jesse Denny, my man. Thank you, Miss Georgia Dover, for letting us use the room. Uh, Candy, I love you so much. Thank you so much. And also, last but not least, shout out to Media Communication Department at East Tennessee State University. I'm your host, Leon Humphrey, and this it was Blacklight, the collegiate discussion on the black student diaspora.